0: Hello to everyone tuning into the Highly Optimized podcast today. My name is Ryan Sprague, and throughout this podcast, I will be showcasing individuals who are living a life beat to their own drum, sharing their stories, and revealing their valuable information for each one of you listeners on how you can effectively take life into your own control, what steps to take to create your own path, and how to maximize your results in manifesting your dreams in this reality. Stopping by to share space and time with us today is a man who, although I have only known for a short time has already shown with his actions and his courage just how dedicated he is to putting in the work necessary to live out his full potential as a human being. He holds an MBA in business and accounting from St. John's University, is the managing director of the Quest organization, which is dedicated to identifying, recruiting, and introducing the most notable accounting clientele in the global marketplace, and last but definitely not least, is the founder and host of the Causing the Effect podcast. Which is centered around mindset and fitness, and is ranked in the top twenty-five mindset podcast on iTunes. So, without further ado, please help me in welcoming Scott Cazoli to the show. What's up, Scott? How you doing, man?
1: My goodness, let me just tell everybody, Ryan made me sound like a king. I got to, I got to stand up for this girl. I got some <laughs> ego boost, and I appreciate that, But You got to come on, mine. It's just that's that's the intro. Thank dude. you. How you doing?
0: Hell yeah, man, dude. I'm I'm doing great, man. You know, and we were catching up before the show, and and I was telling you about Virginia and just like. Life's been so awesome lately man and I feel like you know what we've been talking about a lot um you know via DM and Instagram too with you is that You know, you've been going through a lot of like a journey recently, right? Like with starting this podcast, with, with, with really like just, you know, uh, buying the ticket, taking the ride, as they say, right? And, you know, I'm just so grateful to be having this conversation with you right now, man. You know, you, uh, you're an East Coaster too, you know, which I always think is awesome when I get to interview another East Coaster. And I actually have a cool question based around that. Um, but we'll get there. But, um, yeah, man, king shit, you know, it's like one of the, one of the recurring themes of these, uh, gatherings i've been going to that you will soon be at as well is uh the king says yes you know the king knows what to say yes to and the king also knows what to say no to right the king has boundaries he respects those boundaries and for all those women listening it goes for the queen too the queen says yes the queen knows when to say no the queen respects her boundaries and the queen sets her boundaries so yeah man happy to be doing king shit with you brother
1: News yeah, bro. And this is like exactly why I was so excited and, and you know, I really appreciate the, the, the big intro and mm. you know, everything that I'm I've gone through and you know, I think it's 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 easier than what people think and I've definitely um you know, been on this ride and what makes me feel so good is the energy you, you, you and your girl and Rachel. I have. Shout out to Rachel. Yeah. Um, you know, it, it, it's just easy. It she was like infectious and you kind of know <laughs> that especially being in New York, I think this, you must have a sensor of like bullshit and who's bullshitting you and who's not bullshitting you and that's why I was like, I'd love... Talking to genuine people in any way, shape, or form, and you know, I felt that through you guys immediately, and you know, it, it's 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 great, and I'm really happy to hear that you guys are doing good. And that's why, during if you guys could have, could, and anybody listening, if you could be half as happy as Rad and Rachel <laughs> during this time of year, it's um, you know, we have the election coming up for people yeah. that aren't paying attention you know, to the day October 29th. Between that COVID, yeah. um, it's it's been. More of a, uh, it's been tough with the the growth, but I would say overall it's it's been like a transformational year for me of really trying to identify and then go after who I think I am. You know, maybe it's it's always a work in progress, but um, you know, it's definitely been so many different different ventures that um, the podcast has been fun. My big thing that I always wanted to do since I was a a kid was um, you know, uh, being a comedian. I'm in the process of that and that with my day job it's busy it's busy and even i'm feeling the the stress of it all but it's been it's been great man it's yeah great.
0: man dude you know that's so cool too because you know, for those listening, um, my girlfriend, Rachel, she actually met Scott via Instagram, right? And she was like, you got to talk to this guy. He's awesome. Like, and she went on your podcast. She had an absolute blast. She's been talking about it ever since, you know, and, uh, and then, you know, having her introduce you to Mark as well, uh, Mark England, for those listening, and him being like, dude, let's get Scott down here, you know, and, uh, and you know, there'll be plenty more opportunities to do that uh, and join into the shenanigans, you know, but dude, like, you really brought up something great there, which I've touched on in this podcast before and it won't be anything new for the listeners, but it bears repeating, which is like 2020 for me has been the best year of my life, you know? And it doesn't mean that it hasn't been hard. It doesn't mean that it hasn't been a challenge, but being able to persevere and realize that I have the tools and resources I've gained, I've done the work, I've put in the work and I've gained the tools and resources necessary to thrive even in a year where most people are just surviving. And and I totally like, I feel for everyone out there surviving right now, you know, and I'm not trying to uh, dim that light for anyone, but you know, it's all mindset, right? And, you know, on the subject of mindset, you know, I know mindset is one of your big subjects. And so I'd love, and, and it's one of mine too, you know, it's one that we share in common, man. And I'd love if you could quickly just go through like some of your journey, man, because it's really amazing. Like the transition you've made from like the corporate world to now like living your dream and still being in the corporate world. Right. But being able to say yes to yourself. Right. So I think I'd be very valuable. I know it'd be very valuable to those listening because many people here are aspiring entrepreneurs and they're stuck, especially with yeah, 2020. Man. Yeah, <laughs>
1: And, and, you know, I really, I have a problem talking about my life because it's um, on the podcast says, is and says, Scott, you listening. And, because, you know, in my everyday job, I have to talk about my, I always end up talking about myself because my story is interesting. And, and with Rachel and with everybody, I, I, I think most people know, like, even the last couple years. But, you know, I'll start from from the beginning, if you'd like. Mm. You, yeah,
0: man. please. Go okay. right ahead, my man. So, <laughs>
1: so start, you know, yeah, let's start from, beginning typical story parents divorced but within that you know it, i've worn many different hats from from a kid to up till um you know up till now right and i'm you know from to give you more in depth this is stuff i really i think i brought up on my on podcast list and my father used to have my name so he used to be scott Cazzoli only um he was in the mafia so there was mafia mm-hmm. stuff going on um he had to go away change his name but his protection program so living Going through that, and kind of, I'm, I'm I'm excited to tell people this because this has been like a story that I've been looking for my whole life. I'd always my father went away, you know, you kind of put the pieces of the puzzle together, but you know he was actually part of the first Rico cases that were wow. in um, New York City. So you know he ended up having to move from Iowa to Kansas to this to that, and I'm stuck here with his fucking name. <laughs> you know, if, I, I got to watch out for any Colombians, but you know it was a milk yeah. gone bad and all that stuff. And so going through that without a father. Um, and you know, you always kind of, no matter what people say, I was always that, that kind of kid with that, that tried to be positive. That was like, listen, I have enough ma- male figures around me that really that really affect me in, in a good way, in a good positive way. That gave me good morals. Always complete your work. Do do everything good. So I was able. Everything was easy for me in uh, going through my anything I wanted to do. Honestly, a lot of basketball, a lot of sports in high school. I was supposed to, um, you know, go play college football at USCF. Um, that was a interesting experience, and this is where I'll begin with the story of like always, always quitting when things got hard, and that's what I wanted to change this year. That's why I got a coach, and that's mm-hmm. why you know we're, we're all kind of on this transformation together. But you know, football comes. I'm going to go to UCF. I'm going to be a jock. I'm going to party. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. This <laughs> is like I think my douche level had to be around seventy, eighty percent at this point. <laughs> you know, you want the girls, you want to do this? It's a good time. Yeah. Um, I blow out my ACL one of the last games of the year. Blow ACL, MCL, meniscus tear everything. Wow. Um, that you know, yeah. So then this is two thousand two thousand. Uh, what was like going to college, it's like two thousand and. Is seven or eight, something mm-hmm. like that. So from that point, it was an 18-month recovery. It wasn't like how these sales are now. So I'm like, listen, I have to start kind of shifting. I'm going to go back to the school stuff because that was always easy for me. went to school, did a five-year program. As I'm doing this, football was always my aggression. It was my way to, to let the anger out that I was mm-hmm. held inside of me. I picked up the drums. Me and my cousins formed a band, become pretty successful, um, called Psychic Anchor. That was a, that was a great time. So <laughs> I was playing. I always focused. Heavy, heavily in death metal drumming, just as hard, fast. Yeah. Da, 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 da. Moved into progressive rock. We were supposed to go on tour, um, but I had to pick right. So we we have to kind of pick which way we want to go. Do you want to, you know, end up going uh, stable life, or do you want to end up kind of taking taking the shot and going? And it was it's not like a tour; like you're, you're in the money. You know, you'd be doing a couple states on the east coast and stuff like that. But um, I ended up taking the safe out there. So in school, five year program, blah 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 blah. Um, the the New York City world, hedge fund world, I was lucky enough to get to, into that very quickly into my career. Typically, you get there 10 to 12 years. Um, I got there within three and a half, four years. And, you know, wow. it just wears on you. It just mm-hmm. wears on you every day. And, and it started, I would say, on my fourth or fifth year in the business, I started getting sick on Sunday nights, just like violently sick. This was 2014. So I had a problem. I was like, now, this is not meditating, Scott. This is... We are running the tires off the ground. We're doing coke. We're doing blow bottle service every night,
2: mm-hmm. partying,
1: partying, partying. In that a couple, you know, my uncle passed away. It was like a fog going on. And um, my cousin gave me a book. My cousin who's a mentor to me. He's 40 years old now. He lived in Thailand for 15 years. He's a Buddhist monk. This is the guy who makes my medicine. The med- you know, so so the drugs that I take are only created by him mm-hmm. or um, created or he makes them. So he made, you know, DMT uh, a couple months ago. Uh, he'll grow the pot, so it, you know it's it's all good yeah. um, so he gave me a book on mindfulness, and this is what started the the whole transformation in two thousand and fourteen you know, just doing mindfulness, and I would say that moved to meditation, which moved to um you know. Kind of coming to, uh, I got a divorce last year, and you know we wouldn't have to talk about that too. But yeah. to get to the the good stuff is like you know I started and I didn't know 2020 was going to be the year. Shit, <laughs> I, went to, I said it, it's going to be it's going to be the best year. So I ended up getting a Tony Robbins Ultimate Mastery Coach mm. shout out to. Uh, my coach, and what they do is they 'll give you somebody that 's kind of in your wheelhouse that is proven successful, so they 're like sort of famous so, so my coach's name is Charlie Mills. He was the drummer for you know d Schnnyder's band. or whatever oh, yes. d. Schneider was yes. yeah so a big deal big deal so yeah. he's my coach, and it's been great, and you know this stuff is not. It's not like it just hits you once. Like you know, you're going to read a book, right? It's almost like it's a, um, it's just an awareness that is kind of metacognitive, is the word I like to use, where you're just slowly getting yourself into it, and then one day you have a breakthrough. And I it was actually reading Rachel. Me and Rachel talked about this yesterday about Joe Dispenza
2: mm. and I was
1: reading Becoming Supernatural yeah. on the beach in Jamaica by myself. This was last um, last September, I'd say, mm-hmm. and. Um, Bro, it just kind of clicked, and I was like, this is the path I have to take, and, I, and it just kind of went from a shift of making money is a way to prove to people I'm okay, and I'm like, it was kind of like, fuck that, who wants to do that, and you know, I'm lucky enough and grateful enough that I'm able to do all these things while I'm not worrying about money,
2: mm. but at
1: the same point, I think, you know, it, it taught me something about what, what I've learned through the coaching, and even, you know, talking to Mark and what you guys do, It's it's really... A mindset and the story you tell yourself mm-hmm. to bring it all around to, to Your storytelling was the story I always told myself was making money's easy. I'm, I'm, I really believe that For my soul. I am a walking dollar bill. I can make money. I can sell whatever and follow a boat. And that's kind of that. I was like, oh wow, that really goes hand in hand with how my my career's gone because you always kind of have that that doer belief mindset. And that mm-hmm. if you is trying to take that transferred over to the gym, transferred over to work transferred over to you know every little bit of everything and that's kind of what i'm in the process of doing with comedy with podcasting you know and i, I love the growth but i hate the uncomfortability i was just i never liked it and i'm still getting used to it this year yeah. and i you know it, i think that's uh, that's the tough part.
0: yeah yeah man you know you touched on so many amazing things there man and it's so amazing to hear your full journey you know i know rachel's told me part of it and we've talked a little bit about different things you've gone through um but the first thing you know i thought it was like Damn, I hope you don't have to worry about Colombians anymore because I was going to tell you, uh, you know, we're we're planning a Columbia trip to do ayahuasca, and um and I would love for you to be there, man. It's going to be a really special trip. Um, you know, I don't know exactly when it's happening.
1: Well, my, the answer is yes. That is a hundred percent yes. So we were supposed to go. We were supposed to go to my, uh, to Peru in in January. Me and my cousins take a trip. Now I'm lucky enough. Like I said, you know, you miss the father piece, but you make up for it in the the brother and peace. So, mm. you know, I'm lucky enough to have my three best friends, best friends with my three cousins. So we are like yeah. a, a seven duo. We do everything together. So we always take a trip to California, smoke some pot. Yeah. Now we're trying to up it up. Now with COVID, I don't think that's going to happen. So long story short. You guys could uh I will piggyback onto that Columbia trip for sure. But the Colombians, I think I should be clear by now. That's some nice <laughs> stuff. Yeah. And if I get whacked I get whacked, we have it on recording, you know, that's all.
0: Yeah. And you know, honestly, like <laughs> I feel my buddy, Danny, who, um, we went to Mexico with, um, he's like our resident, you know, um, uh, uh, just person that we travel with. And he's like, dude, Colombia is like super chill now, you know? And of course, like he may be, you know, there might be people listening like, dude, you don't know about Colombia, Like, maybe I don't, but, um, but he made it sound very safe, you know? So I'm pretty excited to go and they have a really cool place down there. That they go to and, uh, some really cool shamans they work with, but, you know, The other thing you touched on or one of the other things you touched on was the importance of the stories we tell ourselves about ourselves, right? And I really liked what you said there about money because I've always had that same story. And Rachel and I go back and forth about this because, you know, she comes from Jewish heritage, right? And so things are very Mm -hmm. scarce, right? And like, and again, like many, many parents are like, that doesn't have to just be Jewish, but um, she's brought that up and said, like, you know, my family's always been very scarce around money, right? So it's giving me the story that money's hard to make. It's going to take a lot. And you're, you know, you're going to work really hard and you're probably going to work, uh, make very little, you know, kind of like, you know, that dark night of the soul type story. Whereas with my family, you know, my father didn't have the best uh, money habits, but he always worked from a place of abundance, you know, even if he didn't have mm. a lot of money, he would never like, he'd be like, let's go to breakfast. Let's do that. You know, and, and, and again, for those listening, I realize that's not exactly the best way, but it has given me a really good story surrounding money because I'm the same way. I'm like, I could sell ice to an Eskimo. Like I can make money doing anything. Right. And that now getting into coaching and now getting into the podcast and getting into all these like medicine guiding, you know, journeys. I've gone on, um, you know, it's really come through, you know, and a lot of people I've been able to help through their money stories, right. Cause that's a big story. And, um, you know, one of the cool things about you mentioning, I think it was your uncle that lived in Thailand for uh, 15 years, was Mark lived in Thailand for a long time. I think it was like five or six years. Could be even more. Um, and I noticed something very similar with people who live abroad, specifically with Thailand. Um, you know, Adam, uh, Mark's right-hand man. Um, I don't know if you've met him yet. Dude, amazing dude. You're going to love him. He's a fucking riot. Um, He's a, uh, he, they met in Thailand, you know, and I'm sure you heard Mark's story of going over there, blowing out his, I think it was yep, ACL yep. as well, or something like that. And, you know, his kickboxing career going to stuff, whatever, right? But, um, it's very interesting because having now like spent some time outside of the country, especially in Mexico, you realize something very interesting, which is like in America, it's very easy to get swallowed up into like the story of, you know, like, oh, I have to be go, go, going. Like you were saying, being a doer, right? Type A, like, we're both type A. I can tell, like, you know, And uh, we're we're doers. Right. But when you when you go abroad and you know, you you hang out with like some of like the wiser older people, which a lot of times don't really exist here anymore. Right. Like there's not like wisdom full people that have been like, you know, living the traditions that have been passed down from generations. So one of the things I realized going to Mexico was just how happy people were without having a lot like they're just genuinely happy because they get to like they work a few hours every day they 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 get food on the table and then they just enjoy one another's company and they they make music together and they really enjoy what human nature really is you know and so i thought that was really cool you touched on that
1: yeah no and i, I can't agree more and i i haven't you know i've Done the travel, but I would say it hasn't been for the the spiritual or the, the mindset purpose. It's been, you know, for women, for, for everything bad. <laughs> yeah. You know, my my dad now. If you fast forward to the situation, now my dad's a pro gambler in Vegas. You know, uh, its name change, whatever. And I went. I, I I think I went there. So in between my hedge fund, I would go to hedge fund work Monday through Friday. Friday night, take the plane to Vegas. You know, take the seven o'clock flight six hours, three hours back, you' then three hours, right? Mm-hmm. And I would do that every weekend. I did that for 33 or 34 weekends in a row. Wow. So I've, I, like, burnt it. I burnt it at both ends. I've been there, done that. When people are like, bro, I know how to party, I'm like, you do not know what my <laughs> soul has seen. like this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, I, I, I went on, like I mentioned, a little Jamaica trip by myself. And, and you know, for people who are against psychedelics or against drugs, whatever, um, just being around people. Being a different thing, I feel like it clicks, and that's kind of the, the thing I, I, I love about my job now. I get to work with these ultra high net worth individuals. Take the pieces that, that are good, right? Some of the, most of them are, are, are brats, or they're, they're billionaires, so they're mm-hmm. you know they're really successful people, but they're very difficult. That's very they're very difficult people, and every piece. Every person has their story, and that story involves that change that happens. It always happens outside of where it doesn't happen in, you know, where you're living. It doesn't happen. You have to take yourself outside of the box with different people. That's how you change. That's how you grow. And that's why I'm so excited to do one of those trips. We're gonna, you know, you know, even you know, with or without the psychedelics, I'd be excited. But add those, and it's like, you know, a fantastic experience.
0: Yeah, man. And you know, you said something earlier that you just touched on again that I want to bring up, which is like finding comfort in the constant state of uncomfortability. And like, that's been I mean, like my ethos pretty much for this year is I told Rachel, you know, right when I started highly optimized, you know, it was terrifying. I mean, you know, as someone who was diagnosed with anxiety, and then unconsciously created a shit ton of different stories around that, um, that identity you know, of someone with anxiety, it was, it was extremely hard to, uh, to find my voice and then to actually trust that I can do this, you know? And so, you know, I was just talking to her last night about how, like, it's just been constant uncomfortability ever since, but yet I found like a, the eye of the hurricane, you know, like the eye of the storm, um, where like around me, everything's just going to shit, you know, 2020 is crazy. Um, politics is fucking wild. Like I'm watching all of these people like I you know it's funny like Instagram has become my favorite because it just like I can I can I can pick my tribe you know it's kind of like almost um like Instagram is like going to someone's house that you know who's going to be there you know they wouldn't allow anyone in who is going to just get like swept up into like just like really disruptive shit or stuff that's going to put you at disease whereas like Facebook is like going to the grocery store right where it's just like you can't control who's going to be there so it's just like oh god like that person did that fuck like it's just like it's like just getting one two knockout punch You know, and so on Facebook, I've noticed a lot recently, like just how many people are just like like falling for this huge trick called politics. Right. Where it's like, you know, they don't understand like uh, that when you're stuck in fight or flight, you know, and part of your identity is who you like. Right. So if you're a Trump, if you're a Biden person, whatever. Right. Part of your identity, if you really are someone who likes politics, part of your identity is going to become that, right? And then when someone says, hey, I don't like so-and-so because of this, it's now challenging your identity, right? So you're going to be in fight or flight. You're going to be upregulated. Your breathing's going to be up, right? Your shoulders are going to be up. You're going to be able to see it visually. And I can see this happening when people are having arguments online. They're very uptight. It's, you know— it's basically just like they were escaping a saber-toothed tiger, and now they're expected to try to critical think, right? Someone happens, fuck you, fuck you, all this stuff, and, and all it's doing is just d- energy draining, you know? It's an archon, you know? Um, that was a big subject. At, uh, Mark's this past weekend was just how many people are falling victim to these archons under the guise that it's what matters, you know? Oh, these systems matter, you know? They really matter. You have to pay attention to them, you know? And I have a famous saying informed, not smothered, you know? And these people are smothering themselves, you know? And so I, I, I'm, I'm really appreciative you brought that up, you know, that, that, you know, I've been in that same boat, not the partying one. Um, I've definitely done my fair share of partying, but not Vegas 33 weeks in a row. <laughs> I haven't yeah, got to that but, level that, yet. That,
1: yeah, that's why. <laughs> (laughs) it's like, it's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. But, um, but you know, it's this whole, everything that's going on, it's, it's like we're in the middle and, you know, I think, uh, Rachel said, you read Dispenser quite a bit. Oh yeah. He says that we're in this mist between, uh, tech consciousness and ancient wisdom, all kind of coming together. And that's what we're seeing, right? We're able to sit here and have a conversation and go, you know, for the last, for, for, for for the longest politics was, Oh, we actually, now again, I, I feel, I don't want to people think. I think beneath others who are into it, yeah. and obviously you should, like you said, be informed. Yeah. But there's a there's a there's a concept, it, you know, that there's no. Real, it's just something to talk about. It's something that gives the people without the power the the opportunity to think they they could do something. I can tell yes. you what's going to happen in New York like right now. I have all these people, and I posted it my Instagram. I said, "Listen, I don't care who you voted for. Don't stop posting that you told me you voted. <laughs> okay, good. But I can tell you what's going to happen. It's going to be New York is going to be a blue state because this is kind of how it goes. And and you know, it, I think people are becoming. Awakened to to what's really going on. To the, I'm I'm telling you, I speak to these people every day. These billionaires, they don't care who wins. It doesn't it doesn't matter. It's a game that okay, we'll be met. You'll take the rain. You know the Reds will take it this time, and the Blues will take it this time. While we all suffer. And even you know, I'm again grateful to to be, to to be doing well financially and all that stuff. But it still annoys me that. There's this game being played, and we're like old ants that that don't really realize it. For example, you know, me, I'm in the tax bracket now. That's going to be out of control, crazy, when the billionaires get to write everything off. You know, it's something yeah. that's – it's like we all get screwed unless you're in that 1%. And I think we're, we're, this is going to get a lot more uncomfortable. I, I personally think, even though I would say if I had to pick, it, Trump would, would take it. Mm-hmm. I would prefer Trump, uh, you know, capitalism and not the the, the evil left. Yeah. but. Biden will win, and I'm at the point where let's just see. Let's just see if it's if it's as destructive as we think. Let it be destructive, and we'll have to change course again. You know, we can't. I can't do another four years of this. of this I, I've never felt the country more divided, yeah. more 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 at, at at just unrest i'm telling you I, I work in the the building next to madison square garden it, it used to have this regalness to it i've worked next to the msg when i tell you now it's crackheads there's people doing heroin outside it's yeah. become you know manhattan really has become with the the news makes it. so it, it's it's a weird time but i think there there's a reason why like you said um you know stick to your tribe that's why like I'm in the like I don't even go on my my normal personal Instagram anymore because I love to, I love seeing you guys. I'm like
2: yeah. I, I've
1: never been around. I don't know. If that's why I wanted to I wanted to ask you: Have you been around people um, besides Rachel that kind of have this same mindset? Because from from being a kid from Brooklyn, it's this is not the norm. This is not even in people's. You know, I feel like you, you know people felt yeah. this this way, and it's it's just nice to have that comfort of the real positive energy like you know, we don't care about likes, We don't care about that bullshit. It's just about helping each other and becoming better.
0: Yeah, dude. Um, you know, I totally agree. One thing I wanted to say first was, um, that, you know, you really touched on something big there, right? Which is like, again, like, you know, these stories that people give all oh, the world's so terrible, whatever. It's like people are walking around with powers that they have no idea exist. Right. So, you know, where attention goes, energy flows and your obsessions become your possession. So people keep talking about how bad the world is and how horrible everything is and how everything's happening to them. They're the victim, all these things, then you're going to start seeing it manifest. Right. And you're seeing that like in Manhattan, like you were talking about, um, you know, I'm seeing it here. You know, I, I've had some interesting uh conversations as of late with people and I, I don't give into it. Like I like for for me, my thing is my energy is far too important and like, because I have, I have a job to do. Like I have goals. I have, I have a mission, right? I have a purpose. And so if someone starts coming around me telling me, oh, how terrible the world is, and any of that stuff, I just tune it out. I'm just like, I, it's not my thing. You know, I just don't do it. Because at the end of the day, talking about it is not going to help. Like I live part of my life that way. I know it, it didn't help me at all. So for me, that's what I choose to do. And um, to answer your second part, like, so um, I've been fortunate enough, um, especially working in the cannabis industry, to meet some really cool people. Um, that being said, uh, the tribe I have in Boston is pretty small, you know, um, like I know a shit ton of people, but as I've been doing the work and really like understanding this and, and, and devolving a lot of the programs that like we're malware, right? Like we're all upgraded with malware from our parents, from the, the, the news, from the media, from, uh, social media, all these things. Right. And so the process of devolving um, all of that malware and reinstalling programs that serve me. Um, I've realized a lot in that. I've realized that a lot of the people that I love, I just don't really want to spend time with because they're not they're they're not looking forward. They're looking backwards. They're looking at you know how bad things are and you know their story of what happened to them and why they are where they are. And and again, like. I I remember when I was like that, so I give them empathy, but I choose, right? It's a difference between judgment and discernment, right? Like judgment, I'm not saying they're bad people for doing that. Like I get it. I was there too, but I'm discerning and saying, you know what? I want to protect my energy. And so I'm going to choose consciously to surround myself with different people that are more focused on like everything happening for them, no matter what it is, like accountability, understanding that they are where they are because they put themselves there. And in doing so, they have the full amount of power to change change uh their their stories at any point and so really what I've been doing Scott like ever since ever since meeting Mark you know and 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 it was almost like I was preheating the oven before I met him uh like you know what I mean like like really like doing the work listening to like shit tons of different podcasts reading like Joe Dispenza um autobiography of Yogi um a lot of uh fuck what's his name uh the guy that does super coach and um the inside out revolution um michael neal michael neal Uh, a lot of his work um a lot of just different books right like that were um a lot of wayne dyer a lot of paul check like paul check is like my guru like i've been obsessed with him for years i got to do hlc1 last year meet him in person i'm actually going to his personal house to do uh rock stacking with him on the 14th of this month of november and uh just like so stoked, right? And like things that I would have never thought, like, you know, getting to hang out with, you know, people like Kyle Kingsbury and like, you know, being like in like this the on circle and like all these things that I thought were so far away. And really like as soon as I really like took the initiative and and again accepted accountability, like, hey, you know what, I've become I've come very far, but at the same time, um, like I I I need to go farther. I need to step outside my comfort zone. So since meeting Mark, man, like and doing and lifted, um, I've met a shit ton of amazing people, and and I remember, like, I met them, they're all just Zoom icons, you know, like, we're all in Zoom together, and quarantine hits, and all of us are obviously careful, you know, we didn't know what was going on, and, you know, whatever, Um, but there was a certain point in the summer where, you know, tests became more readily available, a lot more information came out, Um, you know, I won't get into it too crazy, but, like, I... I listened to a lot of people that are virologists and people that understand a lot about how these things work. And I just had a lot more confidence about traveling, you know? And so I was like, listen, you know, I go travel, I do my thing, come back, quarantine, test, good to go. In two days, I find out and I'm good to go, you know? So I was like, all right, screw it. Like, I'm going to hack the system, you know, in my own way. Like, you know, all these people like, oh, you can't travel. You can't do this. It's like, dude, just be responsible and you can do whatever you need to do. You know what I mean? Um, And for those listening, like, once again, you get home, you get tested. You make sure you're safe. Everything's good. Like, you know what I mean? And so... Uh, let me...
1: Let me let, yeah, Ryan, just just to hit this point, because yeah. so this is like the topic. For yeah. everybody listening, the COVID virus, even if you don't want to go to a vir, vir, uh, virologist, look at look at the news. It's a 0.07 infection rate. That yes. you have 7 out of a 10,000 chance of getting. It's yes. crazy. Yes. And this is why, you know, this is the point of the awareness, right? If we're sitting here... Like a bunch of, and I'm I'm going to be honest. I, I I'll wear the mask because I have to. Yeah, you know, same. More same. You know, in that situation, whatever. But to 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 think that this is something. That is, I can tell you what's going to happen. It's terrible, terrible, terrible until Biden gets in and it's going to become better and Biden's going to be a hero. This yep. is the story that's trying to be yep. told to us. It, it, it's really like, uh, you know, me and my cousins always refer to, to, to politics like professional wrestling. Like, it's just fun to kind of play along with this <laughs> dude. Dude, it's so true. But, you know, it's really what it is. And that's really like, I, that's another idea I have for a podcast. Like, something, you know, kind of breaking it down, like, as far as like who's the heel, who's the face. But that's basically what they're doing. Trump is being painted as a bad guy when he's more. You know, politics it's built for, uh, for for one side to think one way and one side to think the other way but there's no point in us arguing it just gives us something to do and I, mm-hmm. I hate saying that especially with this this is a perfect thing right this is like yeah. you know the, the mask not the mask. And the way you're doing it is the exact way uh, you know I would do it my uncle got um, my uncle had cancer um, for three months so I, I locked down for that obviously that's a different yeah. thing and, and yeah, for of course. People, you know if somebody's sick if somebody's you know in that 60 to 65 range but we were going to, to the hospital see him so that's different yeah. but you know I, I think with your Saying is, is like it's hitting the point with with what we're seeing, right? You know the news, the, the people that think that 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 you know me and Ryan are too 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 you know liberal with this. Look at what Bush did with Muslim, uh, with the Muslim nations in the 2000s. What happened? Mm-hmm. Became oversensitized them. I mean, what do we do with the Russians in the 90s? That's what that's what the media's doing to COVID to us now. Yep. It's just oversensitizing it. And, you know, it wasn't in the news when Obama was there with H1N1. You never heard about this. Yeah. And, you know it, it's crazy. It, and it's it's just that I, I I get fired up because like the one thing that you know I had um, my friend John on last week and, um, with the child trafficking. He's you know he's a um, a security guy and does does a lot of that stuff. But like why don't we see that on the news? Like the, yeah. This, Pedophile range, the child trafficking, all that stuff, and it's like, no, let's worry about Ellen fucking DeGeneres. Get the <laughs> fuck out of here! Like, it's crazy, and Dude. it's really, we've lost the, the 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 media has lost the power of being media, and instead of being, you know, I said the news used to be, here's the news make your decision Mm -hmm. they're telling us our decision and not telling us the news it's like Mm -hmm. what the it's like a it's like a we're, we're flipped upside down
0: yeah and i love that you brought that up because honestly like i feel the same way and i feel like we've been groomed through grade school to answer to bells to do all of these things to be good worker bees right and now you're seeing the result of that right which is like people are so quick to be like you know like and you think about it right they're like they're spinning this whole thing about oh trump wants everyone to fucking die and like all this shit right and then the other side is like oh like and they want Biden to be this like fucking hero and all this stuff, and and I'm just sitting back and I'm the way I view this is like like I listen to the people that are getting the results that I want are getting consistent results and are proven time and time again to be correct. Right now, you look at the media, right? They're wrong on a daily basis, and they don't give a fuck. Like they're 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 almost like. They, it's part of their game, you know, because uh, mass confusion, you know, divide and conquer. And that's exactly what you're seeing. So for me, I listen to people that are getting the results I want. Right. So, for instance, like I listen to Paul Check because I look at his life and those are the results that I'm looking for. I'm looking like, you know, one of the things I think is also very uh, interesting. Right. And again, like this is just like observations I take in is that a lot of the people that are terrified of this thing are extremely unhealthy right? And and so, like, I get it. Like, you you think health is just something you have or don't. It's not something you work for. It just happens, right? And one day, it just, like, it, it's the people that believe in the whole Western medicine thing, too, which, again, like, if you get in a car accident, Western medicine is amazing, right? Western medicine has its place. But how often are you getting in car accidents versus how often are you living and waking up each day, right? Which is where Eastern medicine comes in. So, like, you're watching this whole thing unfold here, right? Where, like, The people that think that, like, health is great until the one day you wake up and everything's gone to shit and you got cancer and, like, there was nothing I could do, you know? Those are the people that I've noticed are very, like, adamant about, mask the fuck up, like, blah, blah, blah. You're fucking crazy if you're going out without a mask. And, and again, like, not judging, just discerning. Discerning and saying, that doesn't serve me, you know? And the people that I listen to that are getting the results that I want, right? They're in their 60s now and they're fucking deadlifting over 400 pounds. They're extremely mobile. They're conscious. They're aware. They have great great relationships you know the people that i want to be right the people i emulate those people are saying hey listen you know just like you were just saying scott like listen is this thing a real thing definitely right but is it what the media has spun it to be no right and so again then it's about doing research and looking into this thing like 0.7 percent like you know that's that's like just being a critical thinker, right? And, and, and I feel, you know, the media knows exactly what it's doing. The, all, the whole entire country knows what it's doing. It's getting people into a fight or flight state, right? And then it's acting on their emotion, right? Saying, hey, do you want your loved ones to die? Then you better make sure your people around you are masking the fuck up all the time because it's going to kill you if not. And it's like, yeah, of course people are going to be fucking angry when, like, when that's the story that's fun of them, right? And uh, Mark and I had a very interesting conversation about that too, but I'm glad you brought that up.
1: Yeah, and and you know the, the the point that you're seeing all these little things that are coming to fruition now that I really get worried about, like just as a as as the future. And I'm not, I'm not saying for us, I'm saying for our kids, kids, and and like for example, what you said was the people who are sick, right, are the ones the people that are out of shape, right. Mm-hmm. Now again, you don't want to judge people, and no. having this conversation with somebody's out of shape or whatever it could be vain. But but the simple truth of it is the reason why I respect people in fitness, the reason why I love Ryan's abs, everybody talking abs, <laughs> guilty as charged. Is, yeah. The reason is that I can tell people in the gym believe in delayed gratification. Yes. Delayed gratification is the key to – and I've dealt with my – and it's something I still battle with is my father and my mother and this family, this crazy family left me a lot of, uh, let's say, very – uh, obsessive behaviors, so I can get addicted to things very quickly. And mm-hmm. so that's – and my father still, you know, 50-whatever years old, still this day in Vegas every day giving into that gambling addiction every day. Feed it, feed it, feed it. And that's yeah. why I love doing this stuff because meditating, whatever whatever, whatever flavors you, you want to do, breath work, reading, whatever gets you to be in a, in a harmonious state makes you a better person because now we're seeing – let's move – even if you take it away from um, – you, you move away from, from politics, you go to tech, right? What, what's happened? Everybody was, was worried about Twitter, this, that. Everybody getting um, instant gratification, right? Mm-hmm. Then what happens now? Now we have a, we have a, the, the the millennials underneath us, the Gen Zs. They want to stop the the speaking of language, and I'm not saying that I don't respect you know those whatever people that that the liberals, and I want to respect. I look at people on an individual level, and now you can't once you move towards moving, taking away language, taking away pronouns. You know we can't have have can't speak our minds about things. That is the fall of democracy. That's the fall of wit of, of consciousness. And that's yes. like why I'm so against any of that stuff. Because you know the, the the point of of tech is to make us better, and I feel like it's actually making us worse. Because it's making everybody too impulsive, and especially these younger kids. They don't stay off the phone. They they you know if I if I somebody old any kid between seventeen and twenty two tells me I love you, bro, I'm like you don't know what love is. They're not you're not understanding. Yeah. Like what 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 is going on? It's, it's it's just, it really scares me. And I'm yeah. starting off on the tangent with that. It's no, like, it's really, you know, it's, um, it's crazy. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. And I'm glad you, you brought that up, man, you know, because I haven't had this conversation on the podcast yet. And, you know, I think part of it has been like, you know, like, oh, uh, like, am I going to like have people, but at the end of the day, like, what I just was able to realize is like, listen, the people that might get offended and go, you know, I don't want to listen to that. Good. I don't need you to listen to it. Like, I'm not looking for your type of people. Like I'm looking for the people that are going to say, you know what, even if they don't agree, they're going to say, huh, that's an interesting point of view. I'm going to choose to believe something different, but that's interesting because that's what we're talking about here, Scott, right? Is like the ability like to, to disagree, but still respect someone. Right. And that's what we're losing here with the impulsivity with with the the herd mentality with all of these things right and again it's like you know who I'm listening to I'm listening to the people that are getting the results that I want right I'm listening to the people that have incredible relationships that are leaders right like true leaders right which which again like you want to talk about the people leading our country and the people that we look to quote unquote for leadership um yeah that's hilarious uh that's not leadership yeah. at all <laughs> you know yeah and uh, this this, this.
1: This, these are things that are easy to see in, you know, the, there's something called the, the marshmallow experiment. The kids, mm. um, you know, you have a kid um, and you give them a marshmallow and you say if you wait uh, five minutes, I'll give like you a second marshmallow. The kids that can wait... To receive the second marshmallow, end up having higher SAT scores, lower levels yes. of substance abuse, lower likelihood of obesity, better response to stress, better social skills. It's just so simple to teach, like, and, and this, you know, we're, like, jumping on to all these crazy different topics, but even the school, even school, like, why don't we teach this in school? Why do I have to learn about, you know, chemistry? You know, I, I'd yes. rather, I'd rather, I'm not, again, I'm not chemist, I'm saying at least add this stuff to it, because people shouldn't know about all of this. It's not rocket science, right? It's just gonna, Awareness is I think the biggest step with with where we
0: are, yeah, and I love that you brought that up because I've said for a long time, like you know, I never learned how to do taxes, but I learned how to do geometry. that'll come in real handy during this geometry season, you know what I mean? It's like, and it's just mm-hmm. it, it makes you wonder, like who decides what we learn because it to me, it, like actually taking an objective look at it now, it just seems like a complete just guess, like,, eh, we'll throw that in there, we'll throw this in there and uh, make sure they answer to a bill, you know and it's just like. To me, um, yeah, there's that's like a whole rabbit hole we can go down to about school and whatnot. But I think really what we're getting at here is just that, like, you know, really, there's a lot of people that have no idea who they are you know, and, and it's a multifaceted thing, you know, and again, we could talk forever on all the facets to do with it, but you know, really like what I think that you and I are getting at, you know, uh, with our podcasts and with the work we do and with what we live, because again, like part of this too. And, and again, I talk about like, I look at the people that are getting the results, right. And some people listening might say, probably not actually, because most people listening to this are pretty woke, but like, you know, most, (laughs) most people like that think about that, They're like, what does that mean? And I'm like, I'm looking at people that are actually being the change, being the light, right? Like, you know, Paul Check, for instance, right? He's been uh, called crazy, I don't know, probably a 100 different times, right? Just to give you a silly example, um, you know, he started training with a Swiss ball. Uh, he was the first one to start training with Swiss balls way back in the late eighties, mid to late eighties. People thought he was fucking crazy. What are you, what are you doing on that stupid thing? That's not a tool. All these fitness gurus, right? Telling them that he's an idiot, right? Mm-hmm. Sitting in their machines, doing isolated movements, right? Whatever, right? Which I'm not knocking. It's just, it is what it is. It was the time, right? And so, you know, then, then, Years later, the Swiss ball is fucking huge, right? And, and, but no one ever stops to be like, hey, Paul, sorry, man. Like, we didn't, you know, we didn't know. And again, he's not looking for that, but it's just, it's just curious. And so that's why I'm okay with seeming crazy right now for any of these things we've been talking about, because I have faith in myself and I have faith in my own abilities to, to trust and have intuition and, and know where my heart is, right? And I know that with everything going on right now, my heart is just like, dude. This is, this is, this is fishy. You know, a lot of this is fishy and I might not know all the answers, you know, I definitely don't, but all I know is that with a feeling that my heart says, which is like, go towards this, don't pay any attention to that negation acknowledged, you know, and, and to bring it back like full circle, like, so since I've been traveling, man, like life has expanded for me. I, I can't even put it into words how much um, the people that I've met immediate people that I'm like, this is not the first lifetime we've shared together and lifelong brotherhoods, friendships, sisterhoods, like, you know, family, like straight up family, you know? And, and I can't wait for you to meet all of them too. And, and a lot of them will be listening to this and uh, props to all of you know who you are. And, um, you know, yeah, just,
1: man, you could tell you could yeah. tell that I think there's a reason why, like, you know, again, I was on top of, on top of the whole journey and I was watching, I was looking, I think I saw your friend Dan on there and I was like, yeah. you guys just like they look like good people, yeah, you know. Yeah. And even the fact you guys got, you know, you guys got sick. I saw that. <laughs> I didn't talk to you about that. <laughs> yeah, but, dude. Uh, you know, I felt bad. But yeah. you know, I, I, I'm saying the fact, you know, you guys just have that that energy, and there's a reason. And it's hard to it's hard to talk about things for me because, you know, Italian kids from Brooklyn were tough guys. this from mafioso Osos, there's all different things, right? But it's yeah. like it's just an intuition. And, and when, while I'm going through, I kind of. I sped through the process of school. You know, you're supposed to be a seven year program. I did it like three and a half years, just because I I felt weird to me uh, doing corporate America finance. Put on the suit. I love wearing my suits, but it, it's just you know it makes you feel it just doesn't feel right to I me. Mean, that's kind of what my you know my mother, an old school Italian woman, comes from a different vibe. She thinks it's all crazy. I mean, <laughs> I would say most of it, you know it's kind of breaking through the stigma and just letting people. And you know, I I try to you know. Just tell people at least don't you want to work at you know a base of highly optimized right that's that's yeah. why it's a great name you want to work as your uh, high your, your highest optimization whatever gets you there i don't care if you breathing, I don't care if you do this, but these things will definitely help you and, and I, for me, the first pillar was was fitness mm-hmm. um, and learning that delayed gratification I think is the hardest thing, and I think this is going to be the problem going forward with you know, just the life in general. You know, I, I want. I try to tell my friends when we go for dinner. Everybody puts their phone in the middle of the table and put it on top of the other. Nobody touches their phone. Things yeah, because like you just lose the the socialization. I feel like we we'll lose that. Every day.
0: Yeah, man. You know, you said it perfectly there too. And, and you know, like I've definitely been uh, uh, in that same boat of like, you know, a lot of people that I grew up with and, you know, my parents, oh, you're crazy. You really should do that. Like, you're going to leave your job and all that stuff. And and I get where they're coming from. Like, I get it. Like, you know, especially like my mom and, you know, people like that, like they come from a different generation where like, you know, it was like, hey, you get a job and you fucking hold on to that shit. Right. But like we're in a different, you know, like life moves on, you know, and and we're at a different spot in reality. And and really what it comes down to is like, I want happiness, you know, happiness is my highest virtue is the, is the value that I hold highest. And it's simple, you know, like let your inner child be heard, you know, let your inner child out, let it, let it be heard, let it feel love, let it, let it express itself. Right. And and especially like you know like the northeast and i'm glad you brought this up like we have like the the i think the work like i've been all around the country i'm sure you have too like there is there there's nowhere else in the country where i feel people are so fucking far off of what human really being a human truly is like boston's very similar to new york in the sense of like go 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 fuck yourself, you know? And like, just like, it's kind of like funny, you know? In a way it is funny. Like, you know, people make like, there's really a lot of comedy that comes out of here. that's fucking great, right? But at the same time, it comes from a lot of darkness, right? And it comes from like people being very like, just disenfranchised with like what it means to be human, what it means to be happy and really what the experience we're having is. And I don't pretend to know all the answers, but I'm just going for what feels right, right? I'm like the snail. When a snail is born, it doesn't have any snail parents around to tell it where to go. It just knows if it's moving closer to life or, closer to death, that's it, and all I'm doing is just listening to my heart and figuring out what feels more in alignment. I'm going there, you know, no matter where it is, no matter who it's with, I'm going there because it feels right, and intuition I feel is something we overlook a lot, you know, and have you read um Have you read Grit by Angela Duckworth?
1: No, I have not, but it's been recommended to me many times,
0: yeah. So- Dude, you'd love that, man, because it's 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 a lot of what we're touching on here with with delayed gratification versus instant gratification and how, um you know, children that are told from an early age, you're so talented, you're so talented at, you know, X, Y, Z thing you're doing. um They grew up with a lot more issues than the kids that are like, hey, you're a real hard worker, like, you know, like, congrats on working hard for that. Right. Even if like someone has a natural talent for, let's say, guitar, right, or drums in your case. Right. Like, like. It's it's all again. It's all in the language we use, right? And and to bring it back to something you you talked about a little while ago, you know. And uh, this is this is so much fun because we get to go all over the place with this language stuff, right? Um, you know, the day that people start not allowing you to say things and to speak your mind because they're too they're they're too unable to handle it, right? And, and then, and then people start going, yeah, you shouldn't say it because you know what, that person's going to get hurt. And it's like, listen, dude, like that's a really scary spot to be because we're creating very, um, uh, what's, what's a, what's a PC term here, you know, basically like the opposite of strength. Let's just say that, you know, um, again, like someone could call me the worst names right to my face. Right. And, and it, it's up to me to determine if that's someone I want to listen to. Right. But when someone's saying that offends me, you're not allowed to say that. That's that's pretty scary, you know, and I understand for people listening, this can be triggering, you know, because people are like, what about racism and all this stuff? And, yeah, it's fucking horrible. Right. There's no excuse for it. But at the same time, like you give it power when you tell someone you can't do it because then they realize it's hurting you, you know, and they want to do it more because these are archons, You know, that's what I want people to understand. These are evil forces, people that want to do that kind of stuff and say these horrible things. It's evil. Right. But the like it's what like mark's favorite quote if you laugh at the devil he will run away but if you fucking start siding and being like stop stop devil stop that's i can't hear that like the devil gets more powerful you know so this isn't about saying everyone has the the you know everyone should be able to speak their mind it's about no it's about holding your power right and keeping your fucking power because if you let that shit go i mean it'll end up like it is right now with people fucking scared to death of things and it's just yeah man so i wanted to mention that too
1: yeah and and you know everything you're saying totally 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 agree with and you know it all it, this freedom of speech thing is so it's just so important to to keep the order in your mind organized and when you start removing the speech of of whatever that thought may be you don't realize like we never spoke about um Racism mm-hmm. in, in the eighties and nineties—we never would have got to where we are. It's part of the progress. It's about—it's yes. it's, it's all the same, and all I see is the same thing, just in different shades, right? You have to go through the uncomfortability of this sucky conversation. Like I personally think, if if nothing happened. after George Floyd got that terrible thing done to him. Yeah, we would have been in such a good spot. I yeah. would, I, I as a white person, really, that woke me up. I was like, holy shit! And honestly, being an Italian kid from Brooklyn, I've been jumped by a couple black kids. I, you know, when there's a black kid walking down the street, okay, I always have a weird thought or a weird thing because that's the way I'm programmed. But seen that from, from the, from, from the George play, taking that example, it changed to I was fundamental. I was like, holy shit. Like, and, but now it's kind of like an overcorrection and we're, we're just pushing it. We're pushing it. And eventually, you know, this is the way, again, this is the way it works. We're going to correct itself back and hopefully we find a good medium. But, you know, if, if we get, you know, th- these people that are basically disadvocating free speech, it's, um, it's going to be a problem.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. And You know, I think we've already seen that, you know, a little bit happening and not to get like down a crazy tangent with that, but like, I agree, you know, like, and it's it's all in perspective, right? And it's like, listen, these things have happened, right? So like, are we going to view them as happening to us or for us, right? Like, I agree, like, since that happened, that horrible thing, some great things have happened from it, right? Like, and and that's really tough for some people to be like, how dare you say that? And it's like, listen, it happened, right? We can't stop it. We can't go back and change it. What we can do is use it to foster the development of the human race as a collective right and realize like hey that shit was fucking terrible like why don't we do things that will allow us like why don't we have these conversations so that we can prevent that from happening in the future because that is how we actually raise the collective consciousness of humanity right not by like being like shh, 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 you can't talk about that like you know it's like that's i mean look at like look at prohibition right like to bring it back to plant medicines and alcohol and all these things like when has prohibition ever worked right never. So why are we going to all of a sudden try to prohibit our language? It's just it's not going to work, you know. And and you know what's going to happen is it's just going to be a very creepily PC world and and again, we're already starting to see that happen. So I'm very excited to be, um, where I'm at and to understand that even if someone calls me the worst names to my face, that I have a choice if I want to actually take those words in and, you know, maybe I can say, yeah, maybe there, you know, maybe I was being an asshole. Huh? Interesting. Like, yeah, maybe I'll, you know, and I can have that information to go forward with, you know what I mean? It's not going to ruin me, you know, uh, because I choose for it not to, you know, because I hold my power, you know, I step into my power, I hold my power, you know, and, and I yeah. create, I create my own paths, you know?
1: Exactly, and I think that's that's really the reason why you know Joe Rogan's podcast became so popular is that he mm-hmm. has people on that are, um, you know, they're, they're some of them are controversial, but but he's able to have if we can't discuss what bothers us, then what are we going to discuss? We're just going to sit here and agree with each other over and over again. It doesn't, it's not conducive to, to growth. As, as a as a race as a as as innovative as being innovative as as anything and obviously you don't want to hurt anybody. i always tell everybody i look at the individual first i look at you and you know and treat everybody with respect but you know it, it's it's a fine line right? it's a fine line
0: yeah and you know like exactly what you were saying it's like it's not like we're gonna like we should we're telling people like hey go call whoever a fucking asshole that's not what we're saying right but Having this conversation about language then invites a conversation of, "Hey, how can I communicate non-violently?" Right. So if someone's bothering me, how can I say, "Hey, when you do that, it's giving me this feeling, and I'm the one that's choosing to have that feeling, but I'd like to discuss that and figure out where it's coming from, so we can we can you know continue our relationship." Right. Um, you know, for anyone reading, uh, you know, nonviolent communication is an incredible book to read. It's you can read it in an afternoon. It's not very thick, and it gives a lot of examples of exactly what we're talking about. And and I and I totally agree about joe rogan too where you know a lot of people get triggered over it right and and what i've noticed is a strange correlation between the people that are trying to restrict language and the people that don't like that kind of podcast and again i'm not here to judge i'm just here to like be an observer you know um but like to put it this way right like because i think this actually pulls it together perfectly like imagine if you were in a relationship with someone girlfriend, boyfriend, whatever, right? And you decided you weren't gonna talk about things, right? Because they might like get kind of dicey. How would that end, right? Is that gonna end with a beautiful marriage and you being happy? No, it's gonna end with like one of you having a heart attack or cancer because you're keeping so much in, right? So that's what the mm-hmm. collective is doing right now. You know, the collective is trying to do that same thing. Say, hey, we don't need to talk about all that. Just shh, keep it, keep it quiet, you know? And the Puritans did it with sex, you know? Like it's, this has happened before and it never ends well, <laughs> you know? And so like, if anyone's listening, right? Now it's like, man, fuck these guys. Like, they're talking about some shit. Like, listen, go back in history and look at it, you know, because I, I, I really strongly, uh, uh, suggest you find an area that this worked in because I I haven't found one as of yet where prohibition has worked. Um, so yeah, man, like, I'm really glad we brought this up because, you know, it's, it's the world right now. Like this is what we're going through, you know, and a way to highly optimize our life or cause the effect we want, right. Is to talk about the things that are, are, are on our minds, right? So we can work through it as humans and we can say, yeah, we agree. And then or, Hey, I disagree with that and like where are you coming from and oh okay cool like i choose to view this and i choose you choose to do that but that's cool we can still high five and go grab a beer or whatever or smoke a joint and um yeah man that's 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 beautiful you know uh it's about being a pirate you know to bring it back to mark england you know
1: <laughs> yeah <laughs> Be a pirate. exactly And that's where i got i got the name from i got the name causing the effect from joe DiSpenza because you know i, I always thought my husband, i was like cause and effect like you want to wait i'm gonna do action. I'm going to get gonna get one and as you know I'm sure with storytelling and with just any mindset, you're really causing your fear. That's the whole point. You got to feel it in the now to to manifest it for the later. That, that's that's main thing. That that that's kind of the, the core of it and, and the biggest thing. And all of this is belief. If you don't have that belief in yourself, that's how I you know my biggest issue. You know, Tony Robbins breaks it down between physiology. and <clears throat> Uh, he breaks it down with your belief, and then he breaks it down with kind of the words you use. So the words are kind of like the, the marketing story you tell yourself, right? The physiology you got that down. For me, it's always that belief is the biggest issue. And, and everybody can kind of look at those three pieces and figure out, you know, I got lucky where well, I get it, you easy, but this belief piece for me is, is kind of the overcoming. I'm sure, you know, I'm, 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 yeah, I think most people are probably split, but, um, you know, belief for me is like that big key. In the days where I feel belief in myself, I can literally take over the world in those days where you don't you know it's
0: not so much yeah yeah man and and so like i challenge everyone listening right now like whatever allows you to believe in yourself whatever it is right um it might not be what society tells you to do like you might say hey you know what like uh, i have this job making really good money but you know what i think i want to quit and go sell hot dogs on the beach in hawaii because that's what's gonna make me happy go do it like like just go do it like uh, uh, I'm trying to not use a negation here, but screw it, I'll just use a negation. Don't care what anyone else thinks. It only matters what you think, what allows you to believe in yourself because I promise you that you actually being the full expression of yourself, whether you're selling hot dogs or whether you're running hedge funds, that's what's going to be what allows people to be inspired around you. And then you can therefore become a battery charger versus a battery drainer. And there are so many people that are unconsciously or consciously choosing to drain people's batteries, right? And, you know, so in a world of battery, you know, drainers, not to make it sound negative, but like in a world where people are so unconscious, become conscious and choose to be the light, right? And, and, and bright, brighten people's realities. Because when you look around right now, there are a lot of people hurting. And that's one of the main reasons I got into the coaching world because, you know, I love helping people. You know, I went to school for psychology, you know, and and being able to uh, be that light for others and just make them laugh. You know, I mean, you talk about comedy, like comedy is a great way to like laugh over some dark shit, you know, like and and that's why, like I choose to like laugh about a lot of things happening this year, because what other option is there? What sit in your sadness and sorrow? Like not me. Sorry, that's not what I'm going to do. You know, I'm going to laugh about it because that's the way I move through things. And um, yeah, man. So I'm just I'm super grateful for you, man. I'm super grateful you're doing all this stuff too. Um, it's amazing to you know see that, especially in New York. You know, the East Coast. We don't have a lot of us up here, man. So you know, we got to shine our lights bright and far. You know.
1: No, dude, I appreciate that. And yeah, for for people that are thinking it's impossible, it's really you know, it's just chipping away. Right, we're not gonna going to get to where we want overnight, it's about, what we said, delayed gratification. And, you know, I'm still, I'm learning how to, you know, let go of the belief that I have to be X Rich Scott with money and X, Y, Z and trying to be who you're supposed to be. And I think that it just is so much easier to have this conversation instead of talking about money or talking about nonsense, you know, and my, the podcast was supposed to be half fitness, which basically it is in yeah. a way. But I love doing the, the mindset when the mindset stuff comes because what happens is nutrition. All that fitness stuff is thrown on into your face on Instagram with, with that, that almost evil toxicity to it. This stuff is pure. It's like mm. so easy. There's nothing to, there's no games being played with, with us, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it reminds me of one of my favorite quotes, you know, how do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time, you know? And, and, and the other one, which is we are a process, not an outcome, you know? Uh, we're constantly evolving and changing, you know, and the ability for us to constantly ask ourselves the question of what is this, what, like, not why is this happening to me, but what is this doing to serve me, you know, because even in the darkness, you know, you can find a lot of light if you choose to look around and find the pieces, you know, the cracks where the light come through, you know, and, um, yeah, man, I love that, you know, it's, um, it's, it's funny too, because. You know, I, I know a lot of people listening, especially if you're in the East Coast. Like, it's it's a lot of pressure to like, you know, do all these things and 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 you know, provide and do all you know just the stuff things we've been talking about. You know, um, and, and it throws a lot of people off track. But like, by yeah. doing, I mean, yeah, were we were we going to say, ahead, no, go no, ahead. I was just going to say, no, go. by doing like, by doing what you love and who you really are and being who you really are, you do more for the world than you could ever know. You know, like just the, like, you know how many homeless people I've met that like, dude, just brighten my day up so much, like, because they're just happy, man. Like, you know, obviously they might not be in the best spot possible, but they're making the best of it, you know? And, um, those have been some of my favorite interactions.
1: Yeah. And there's a reason they say the happiest people in the world is the, you know, the ones in, in, uh, in the Tibetan monks with nothing or the, or the, you know, the people in the, in these, you know, remote location that believe in community and that's really what I, I feel is at the core of all of this is we're in this together we are one no matter what you want to say And that's you know we get too much of religion but that's the problem with the western religion right and that's why i always I, i'm not a big religion guy but just i like to read i was brought up on all this catholic religion and i always liked it i said like it's great for morals but it's really only serving it puts that guilt on you that catholic guilt about you know their sin and then you know the the eastern Buddhism and all that stuff is more like everything is equal, everything is one, and that's the way I feel. And that just, you know, it feels natural, it feels right to me.
0: Yeah, yeah, and again, like. You know, the concept is so funnily, so, so like hilariously simple, but it's just like, it feels right to me. I'm the same way. Like I'm, I'm much more into Eastern spirituality than I am Western religion because religion puts you in a box. Um, I'll turn it on me, Western religion put me in a box. Everyone else can come up with their own conclusion, but for me, it didn't work. And so I chose consciously to find something that did serve me. And in doing so found so much beauty in Eastern religions because, um, they, again, they hold you accountable. Like, Hey, you are God, go figure it out. You know, instead of being like, Hey, like, you know, you come into the world with this like sin and you got to f- spend your whole life making up for it. But even if you work really hard, you still got it. And, and you know, all this stuff just didn't serve me. wasn't a fun story, you know? Um, you know, Paul Chek, uh, you know, says it a little more brashly. He's like, he's like, you know, Western religions are religions for babies. You know, they're religions for people that want, you know, to look at someone in the sky and, you know, all of this. He's a dad and he's really mad at you and, you know, all these things. And, you know, he's like, you know, Eastern religions are what you get into when you grow up. You know, and uh, I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to say that I feel that way. But it's just it's interesting that, again, the people that I look at that are getting the results I want, they share a lot of the same viewpoints on Western versus Eastern religion. So I'll leave it at that. Um, You know, if anyone believes in Western religion, hey, awesome. If it works for you, keep fucking doing it. That's the whole point of this conversation. Do what is right for you. Right. Um, Because that's the most important thing. Doesn't matter what I say. Doesn't matter what Scott says. If you find happiness in what you do, keep fucking doing it. Simple.
1: Yeah, that's really the key, and it's like if we all took that approach, everybody would be happier. We wouldn't be screaming at each other. Yeah. And now I could tell you that we'll be fighting about, you know, whoever gets elected is going to be fighting. They, 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 there's going to be more fights. There's going to be this. There's going to be that. And it's just this is what the this is what whoever's in charge wants, um, to because this is how you get money, and the really media like someone to click on the Trump ad or the Biden ad xyz and it's um you know this is the i think this is the answer and i think in the end people this something to do with consciousness will come out of this whole entire thing of, of 2020 into this new awakening of don't you know what, what, it, what it will be yet but i have a feeling that consciousness this free will, what will be, you know it's, it's funny like you said that we're all in the same we all everybody that you know the, the conversation. The person who says their view on psychedelics you agree with, kind of know you're going to have the same view about mindset about this. But if something did come up that we disagree with, I'm sure we can amicably discuss and then have a different conversation of respect for each other. After you know, it's not it's not personal. It's just how a person feels. And that's you know, by meditating, by the mindset stuff. I, I do a lot. I'm, you know, I wake up every morning do 40 minutes of meditation and my breath work. That's removing me from myself instead of looking at stuff and saying. I'm angry. It's not, I'm angry. It's just that angry is a feeling and I'm Scott, you know, it's just Mm -hmm. different things.
0: Yeah, man. Yeah. I love that you brought that up too. You know, because being the observer, you know, and realizing that you're not your thoughts, you're the observer that allows them to come in and decides which ones are you're going to jump on, you know, and which ones you're going to run with. And, you know, that's one of the, the hardest concepts. Um, again, it was one of the hardest concepts for me to get. Like, you mean like when I get anxious, I'm not actually anxious. Like Ryan is not anxious. Ryan is the observer. That is watching the body get anxious and then choosing whether or not he's going to view that energy moving through him as anxiety or excitement, right? Because all anxiety really is, and I can say this, having been diagnosed with it and all these things, for anyone listening who's like, he can't say anything. I'm a diagnosed, but I have it, right? So... What anxiety is, for me anyway, right, is just energy moving through me at a very, very fast speed, right, and depending on how I choose to view it, right, like, for instance, if I'm, you know, if I have a, uh, like, bring it back to school, you know, if I have a paper due the next day and I feel that energy come through, I might see it as anxiety, right, because I have something that I'm, like, scared about the next day, right, fear and all these things, but if I'm going to, like, six flags the next day, right, and I feel that same energy, it's now excitement, right, so, I challenge anyone that, you know, is like curious about this. Um, next time you feel a feeling that you think is like, uh, you know, a quote unquote bad feeling, something you don't want to feel, um, you know, just ask yourself, how could I redirect this energy into something that's serving me, you know? Um, and I think you'll find some real beauty in that because uh, I know it's helped me a lot and it sounds like it's helped you a lot too, Scott.
1: And don't get me wrong, man. I think I the ball of anxiety. Tim. I'm curious to know from your perspective what was the biggest thing for you that put that at ease or at least made you realize
0: it? Plant medicines, um, you know, mm-hmm. specifically mushrooms, uh, psilocybin. For me, um, going through those experiences and going through what I thought was my death, you know, like actually feeling like I was dying. And watching that feeling of anxiety and paranoia like encompass me and embody me and then realizing that I wasn't dying and the energy not changing the energy still being there but me going oh I'm not dying and then all of a sudden it was like oh this is awesome I'm like in pure bliss you know and then realizing like wait nothing changed like I didn't feel anything move um and then I started it really tripped me out honestly um because I was like wait a minute like is everything just the story of what we put to it and then I met Mark and I'm like oh Fuck! <laughs> so wow, yeah. see so it all kind of yeah. clicked, right? Yeah, dude. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And that's
1: the that's the problem, right? We all get, like you said, but it's so crazy for people that think, you know, to think that, right? You're, when you think, you're observing your thought. Now, the craziest part is when the other person hears your thought, they have to go through their thought into your thought into into their thought. It's like a game, and it's in a game. And that's why it's so hard perception and and everybody, you know, it's, it's such a it's such a wild thing. This whole communication that works it's really it's a phenomenal
0: yeah yeah agree man you know and uh dude scott this has been such an absolute pleasure and honor getting the opportunity to share space with you and hear all about your journey i can't wait to hop right in your episode after this and continue these conversations man but where can i send people to find you connect with you listen to the podcast and just you know overall just you know enjoy space with you
1: Absolutely. Just uh, check us out on um, causing the effect on, on Instagram, causing the effect on, you know, Apple iTunes seems to be the easiest, but we're on Spotify, we're on Pandora, all the, both, you know, every single one. Just type in causing the effect, and always feel free to email me with any questions. To contact Ryan, uh, my my Gmails uh, for the podcast is causing the effect podcast at gmail dot com. We're just here to help, man. Anything I can do to help anybody, um, any questions at all, I'm always here.
0: Hell yeah, man! I love that. And uh, again, man, this has been so much fun. And uh, dude, just like as soon as Rachel met you and 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 told me about you, I knew I was like, dude, this is going to be a lifelong friendship and brotherhood. <laughs> so I'm yeah, really glad yeah,
1: we, we knew it. Yeah, and I think you know she's kind she we we ended up talking for like I think we spoke longer after the episode than during the episode. So yeah. It's yeah, so funny. Yeah, but uh, you know, yeah, I look forward to these guys and you know i uh, for you to jump on after this, and let's go it, man.
0: Yeah, man. And um, my last question for you, Scott, is if someone listening could only make one change to highly optimize their life, what would Scott Gazzoli suggest that change be?
1: I would say, for me, the, the biggest thing is just, the biggest mindset shift for me was to stop comparing yourself to what people are doing or thinking or, or feeling. Fuck them. Compare mm-hmm. yourself to the day you were before and just make yourself a better person by by 2%. Wake up yeah. a little earlier, meditate, whatever whatever your piece is, right? Some, I don't want to go – I always used to say just being aware, but some people like us are aware of at this point. It's just making yourself better and I'm not saying money. I'm just saying whatever feels right, right? Mm-hmm. Go with your gut and just – when you do it, just do it 100%, man.
0: I love that. Totally agree. Guys, as soon as Rachel first found Scott, we immediately listened to his podcast and were hooked. However, after chatting with him one-on-one and hearing his viewpoints and the dark nights of the soul, he has persevered to get to where he is today. We knew we had not only found an incredible source of inspiration, but it also found a lifelong friend in Scott. Scott is dedicated to speaking his truth and is using his podcast as a platform to revolutionize the way the world looks at mindset, fitness, and the harmony of how each go hand in hand with one another. Reach out to him, follow him, and keep a close eye on him because his work is only getting started. And there is no doubt in my mind that he is going to be a juggernaut in the mindset, fitness, and overall well-being spaces. Speaking of well-being, it would give me such an immense sense of well-being if you could share this show with anyone and everyone you love in your life. My goal with this show and business is to give people the tools and resources necessary to not only calm their minds and regain their focus, but to also unlock their full potential so they can accomplish every goal on their list. And by sharing this, you are helping me a great deal in accomplishing the goals on my list. Scott, once again, thank you so much for stopping by, dropping your wisdom, and for truly being the light the world needs now more than ever. And until next time, my friend, journey well, be well, love and light over to you, man. Namaste. What is up everybody? I hope you are all enjoying the show and I wanted to stop by real quick and share a little bit about our latest podcast sponsor, Freedom Builders. Now, Freedom Builders are a team of graphic designers, website creators, videographers, social media marketing experts, and coaches that build out your custom online business from A to Z. This is a done for you service, which means they do the work for you while you get to put your focus back on what you love most, which is coaching your clients and bringing in sales. Now as a former online fitness coach, Mike knows where your struggle points are and exactly how to help you overcome them. This is why he created Freedom Builders, so that you can scale your business while protecting your time and your energy. Now you guys know that delegation is a business superpower and you can activate this superpower today by scheduling a complimentary call with Mike at freedombuilders, with a Z on the end.com so you can start building the freedom that allows you to take your business to the next level. Alex and I recently connected with Freedom Builders for our Connect with Cannabis build out, and we could not have been happier with the results. With Mike and his team, they were able to go through an outline and create a personalized program for our experience, develop our brand identity, build and design a custom branded webpage, professionally edit our program video content, custom design all of our slide presentations, automate our email marketing sequences, create a seamless payment system for our offer, design unique infographics for our social media content, and guide us through our proven launch blueprint to generate organic leads through our social media. So if you're a coach, facilitator, or healer listening to this ad right now, and you are looking to put freedom back into your life, once again, go to freedombuilders, with a Z on the end, and book your complimentary call today. I hope you all enjoy the rest of the show, and I'm wishing you the best day ever.